Welcome to another episode of The Bandage Podcast, a weekly wrap-up of the most trending healthcare news. Each week, join me and my co-host, Alex Ross, as we'll discuss the latest in healthcare, health IT, and compliance. In this week's special holiday episode, we discuss healthcare and health IT stories that relate to the holidays. Let's wrap things up. This is episode 64 for the week of December 21st. I'm Matt Moneypenny. And I'm Alex Ross. Welcome to a special holiday episode of The Bandage, Alex. Before we get started, our diagnosis code of the week is Y92.513. Shop, parentheses, commercial, as the place of occurrence of the external cause. Oh, this definitely happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad, so thankful that I've got good health insurance because here we are at the end of the year and thankfully my deductible was met back in like January. (laughs) So for all of you out there wondering how I am affording all of these medical bills uh, and the other important question, how am I still alive? I don't know, but (laughs) this definitely happened to me. I I had to make some last minute Christmas shopping, um, Mm -hmm. obviously because everyone forgets something. And in my case, uh, I forgot to get something for my dog. And oh. frankly, he would have been heartbroken if he came down on Christmas morning and there True. was nothing under the tree for him. Yeah, I, I don't know how I forgot, but you know, as the most important uh, living thing in my life, I, I had to go out and make sure I made that better. So I went out to the local pet smart where Obviously, everyone else had forgotten to shop for their dog. So Mm -hmm. don't worry. I'm not alone. Like, this isn't weird or anything. Totally normal. Uh, And yeah, that's that's basically my undoing was going to the pet smart uh, instead of like a local small pet where you got ran over by a reindeer. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It it had nothing to do with with what actual store it was. other than the fact that apparently people with big aggressive dogs mm-hmm. uh, and I don't mean aggressive as in mean I mean aggressive as in um, they love you and they want you to know it now uh, uh, they apparently take their dogs to this particular uh, pet smart in question so as I walked through the door money in hand ready to go get some wonderful Christmas gifts uh, my budget of like six hundred dollars for my dog, like it's I know oh it's not gosh. much, but it, it's <laughs> the least I could do. Um, I was met with the largest, hairiest paws of an absolutely beautiful Saint Bernard, um, mm-hmm. fitting for the season too. And um, yeah, uh, it was like the smallest running back in the NFL meets the largest tackle in the NFL. That's basically what happened. Uh, full speed, mm-hmm. the St. Bernard saw me, took off running, dragging his owner down the aisleway and just bowled me over right in the middle of the store. And frankly, I can't say I've ever enjoyed a shopping experience more. I, I truly felt supported. Was the St. Bernard's name Nick? So then he could be St. Bernard Nick? <laughs> no, but he should have been. <laughs> And with that, let's get right into the news. First up, we have your pets deserve a healthy holiday, too. How fitting. How ironic. When it comes to celebrating the holidays at home, many festivities may present potential health risks for your pets. As you may know, Alex, 
These common medical conditions have an elevated risk during the holidays. Chocolate and caffeine toxicity, ingestion of foreign objects such as tinsel and gift wrap, poisoning from plants-based items like mistletoe, holly, or pine needles. Don't forget about those poinsettias. Stress-inducing vomiting or diarrhea from busy gatherings, burns and electrical shock from holiday lights, and lacerations from broken ornaments. Ingestion of foreign objects is the most expensive to treat, costing an average of $2,112 to remove from the intestine and $959 to remove from the stomach. Pet owners should be extra vigilant during the holidays to keep their pets safe and healthy. As the owner of a dog who is basically a vacuum uh, and will eat uh, literally anything, um, yes. I, I definitely have to be high, on high alert here in the holidays. Um, mm-hmm. Anything that is smaller than like my hand can be considered food at any time. So definitely keep an eye out for things like that. I'm I'm constantly when I have people over, obviously not this year, unfortunately, but in years past, I'm constantly just picking stuff up. You know, they'll take off their mm-hmm. shoes and then they'll take off their socks and stick it in their shoes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Those socks will not be there when you go to leave. Yes, <laughs> you need to be on high alert. And you won't be able to find them either. Unless you wait a couple days, if you know what I mean. So then they'll be in your lawn. Right. So even if you try out for your your furry friend, I certainly wouldn't want to spend their entire Christmas budget putting them through a surgical procedure. Uh, That's much better spent on things like uh, homemade dog treats. Yes, indeed. $2,112 in homemade dog treats. Uh, just to put that in perspective, my personal favorite homemade dog treats that I make, uh, that would buy you like 2,000 dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Baham Bug. Bringing a live Christmas tree into your home can also bring in unwanted bugs, since they tend to live and find shelter in trees during the winter. Spiders, stink bugs, lady beetles, and the invasive spotted lanternfly aren't uncommon to find. You'll want to be on the lookout for all of these, as well as their eggs. Of course, it might be too late for you to take preventative measures if you've already brought your tree inside. But you can inspect the tree trunk for any eggs, and if you find any pests in your tree, use an insecticide that's safe to use indoors. Always read and follow the label's instructions. If you haven't already decorated the tree, consider taking it outside to shake it and spray it down with a hose. Uh, Nothing brings Christmas Christmas cheer more than thousands of bugs coming off of the tree <laughs> absolutely you know the like fake snow stuff that's like uh like polyester stuffing yes. kind of stuff that looks like yes. snow in my house we tend to just welcome the spider visitors and allow them to decorate the tree uh, ah. with their their kind of fake snow looking stuff they're, they're ah, yes right <laughs> right it, it really helps keep all the other bugs down too so Spiders are friends in my house, but the other ones. I, uh... I can't imagine like this is that big of a deal in Ohio because I mean, sure, it happens, but there's not really like any spiders that are like other than the brown recluse, but they don't really hang out in trees. So I can't imagine there's any spiders right. that are going to really hurt you. But if this was like in the south where there's like black widows, that would be the scariest thing in <laughs> the world. A bunch of dangerous spiders crawling. <laughs> that's, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's not something I want to do. 
Next up, the pandemic won't rain on our Christmas parade. The nonprofit Experience Hampton Incorporated had to cancel the annual Christmas parade due to the pandemic. Oh man, but that didn't stop the group from giving back this holiday season. The board of directors donated $10,000 of the parade operating costs to a dozen area charitable organizations. The fund will be used for food pantries, community events, playground equipment, library, and emergency relief that will help those who need assistance during the holidays. So I That's guess we lose, we lose kind of a fun activity, but we get one that is instead very I feel like that's the best way to handle that. I mean, I don't think I like sure. I I've, I saw I mean, the Thanksgiving Day Parade happened, but it was like in virtual reality. And it was I don't so know if silly. you saw it, but oh <laughs> the graphics were not everything else was fine. But but the actual balloons themselves, <laughs> what, what did they think? Like the week before the parade, like, oh, I guess we should come up with something. Uh, darn, like, all, oh, the, all the animators are busy. Let's just hop on Fiverr and see if someone can do it. <laughs> yeah, where I feel like it, this is probably a better look than a virtual parade where I can't imagine right. very many people even watched to begin with. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, it certainly provides an extra little... It, they have to use this money, right? Because it's a nonprofit. They can't just like sit around and, and hold it for a while. Profit off of and, it. And, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Profit <laughs> off of it. So donating it is is a good way to make use of it. And that's, you know, a lot of nonprofits are set up just as, as donation routing. Like, right. That's what they do. Yep. So that's a, that's a great way to use it. And it gives back to the community, too. And next up, Together Apart, Holidays at Heart. Elder Source is partnering with the Florida Department of Elder Affairs to bring cheer to seniors who are in nursing homes or self-isolated this holiday. The campaign is called Together Apart, Holidays at Heart. The program will promote seniors' mental health through three different resources with interactive activities. Virtual Caregiver Support Group makes it possible for caregivers to connect face-to-face -face in real time with other caregivers using technology. Caring Connections Telephone Reassurance Program provides friendly telephone calls from trained volunteers to older adults who live alone and or are homebound. And Uniper, a service available for any TV, computer, or smartphone, offers live and pre-recorded activities, access to health experts, wellness programs, and opportunities to connect with family and friends. Yeah, this isn't the first time that I've heard some, of something like this happening during the holidays, but... It's especially helpful this year because if anyone, any group of people needs help or more love and support this year, it is the elder community. So, right. Very helpful. Very, very helpful. I don't know. I mean, it's great that it's super accessible on a TV, computer or smartphone, but I can't mm -hmm. imagine very many of them are comfortable with a smartphone. Yeah, Maybe a little bit are comfortable with a computer. But definitely TV, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we have people to help them connect with these services, I, I love the idea. I hope that they're super successful. I mean, uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to be isolated at the holidays in that way. So Yeah, right. So whatever you can, go visit your grandma virtually. And with that, let's get on to our quick next segment. B-R-E-A-C-H. Breach Patrol. It's a breach! The latest breaches in healthcare. We only have one story for you during this 
episodes Breach Patrol. And it is another reason that puppies are a bad idea for Christmas gifts. I disagree with this headline, but I'm going to read the story anyways. <laughs> Christmas time is a great time for parents to gift their children a dog. It's also a prime period for online scammers to trick people out of money. One tactic that scammers use is a well-designed website with great prices and pictures of adorable but fake puppies. Once shoppers respond, most likely through email, they learn that the animal is located on the other side of the country and requires shipping. Usually the scammer's only request is that the buyer covers the inexpensive shipping fees before they can send the animal. Additional costs then follow, such as customs clearance fees and insurance. But once the shopper sends the money, they don't receive a dog. To avoid this kind of scam, always insists on a formal contract which details the method of transportation, time frame, airline, all associated costs, and a copy of the health certificate. Also, check the seller's references. If you can't see the dog in person, uh, I i mean, me personally, I would never buy a dog sight unseen. Like, I just wouldn't do I it. I have a problem with that, too. But people do do it, you know? Yeah, I, I, I can understand way it. around when... that is, I mean, everything's virtual now, especially after this year. So you might as well just right. be like, hey, like, can, can we Let's do a video together. call? And then, yeah, you show me Winifred, the golden retriever. Right. You have. One, of the, one of the joys of getting a dog is going to see them and being like that one. I want that one. And, and yeah, that applies right. for both like breeder dogs and rescue dogs, which obviously as the owner of a rescue dog, I'm partial to encouraging people to check there first because there are purebred and puppies that you can find through rescues. So just, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're not going to get scammed if you go to your local dog pound. That's just what That's I'm very saying. True. It's very true. <laughs> It's very true. There's um, no room for scamming in that. Right. But in some way, being able to confirm the actual existence of this dog, obviously, goes a long way to ensuring that you're not about to get scammed. You want to know yeah. that you've got a real person. Heck, maybe ask them for a, a picture of their driver's license or something so that you know that you're, ever, you're working with a real person. I've never met anybody who's had the experience like that that movie experience where they get a puppy and it's like wrapped in this present oh, and the puppy yeah. just pops out. Like, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. You have to have someone else who will hold the puppy until Christmas morning. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, it's like, it. I don't, it would be great if that is possible, but also like, there's no way. <laughs> no, I, I remember when my family got our first dog, uh, when I was like 10 years old, what we actually did is it was like three days before Christmas and we all got in the car and they wouldn't tell us where we were going. And we drove and drove and drove. It was like an hour and a half away to this mm -hmm. animal shelter. And they had a little puppy, a beagle. And we, we went, we waited in the car at this place, which it's very nondescript. Like we couldn't tell what it was. Right. And then my dad just comes back holding a doggo and we're all like, ah, <laughs> so, you know, um, Santa. Yeah, that Santa. dog is it's actually he's actually still alive. I think he's like 16 years old now. Oh my he, gosh. He's an old man and he's he's getting along. So, you know, I, I understand holidays as a time to adopt a dog. And certainly uh, my rescue friends see that as well and, and love to get dogs in new homes. I, I recently saw a trend on TikTok, which you know, it's it's one of those really heartwarming ones uh, where they have like a dog looking into the camera and it's it's playing the sound from when you like try to connect to a FaceTime call. Mm -hmm. And the caption says something like FaceTiming Santa to make sure he knows my address changed from the shelter to my forever home. 
And I'm mm. just like, oh, <laughs> the best, the best. <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh, getting scammed is not one of those things that's on my Christmas list. So I will do my best to avoid that. And that's it for this week's wrap up of holiday related healthcare news. I'm Alex Ross. And I'm Matt Moneypenny. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of The Bandage. This week's episode was written and produced by eTactics. eTactics is a leading revenue cycle solutions organization committed to providing innovative, web-based solutions that improve our clients' cash management and customer relationships. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.